This is AI Coach Tara, and we're here for Tell It by Tuesday Real Talk with Coach Kelly. Today, we're going to discuss Don't Talk About It, Be About It. So, Coach Kelly, what are your thoughts? Thanks, Tara. Hi. Um, I think Don't Talk About It, Be About It is a really great topic for us to get started with and kick off our podcast this week. Don't talk about it, be about it is definitely something I've heard probably my entire life. It's a it's a great sort of saying to sum up a lot and stop talking and start doing. So this is a great topic for us to get started with. So let's let's dig in. Let's get started. Yes, I agree. Let's get into it. So when you think about the corporate environment, how does this saying relate? Yeah, I think one of the things that I think about is that this is really two parts to it, right? One is talking and the other is doing. And so I think if we stop for a second and, and, and dissect talking about it, I think we can get into the meat of it, right? I think there's reasons why we all talk about things that may be bothering us, but I think specifically for work, it can be split into three you know, general reasons. One, we're talking about it because we want to vent and we want to decompress and we want to have a stress relief. And honestly, talking about your problems is a is a good thing. It helps us to relieve our stress. I think the second thing, sometimes we talk about it so that we can get perspective and suggestions on how to maybe handle a solution or think about a problem. One of those things is just really trying to get from our peers or our family or whoever we're talking to, getting their perspective on just our challenge and and what's happening for us. The third thing could just be you're in a rut. And this is where I think has the biggest meat in this sort of saying of don't talk about, don't just talk about it. I think it's really where you find that it's more than venting you're talking about and somehow any situation takes you back to this one incident and you're finding that you're rehashing something over and over and over again there's so much there's something there and there's more to it than that and I think when you're in that third scenario of being in that rut you could really continue to kind of push yourself down into a rut and almost be in your own way in terms of finding a resolve or a resolution to it. And so if you take a step and and look at the, what does this mean? You'll be able to figure out these three dissections here, and then you can figure out where you go from there. I think we've all been there. So Coach Kelly, if you're finding you're in a rut and finding that you're becoming a broken record and talking about the same career concerns constantly, what are some steps you can take to get out of your own way? Yeah, this is an interesting this is an interesting question and I think it is very hard one to answer of how you get out of your own way. I think it's by realizing that you are in control of your career. You own your career, you have earned your place. <laughs> you you put in the time, you have your degrees, you have your experience, you have your expertise. You deserve to be where you are. And I think it's sometimes we get in our own way when we feel as though we can't do it or we're somehow imitating or faking it to make it. And we really are not. And I think it's a lot of self-doubt that sometimes we as women may have and we 
you know, like I've had it too. Like I, I sometimes doubt myself all the time and I have to remind myself, like I've, I've paid the cost to be here. I've put in the time and the work to be here and I deserve to be here just like anyone else. I am not lesser than anyone. And so I think that's the first step is realizing that girl, you are good enough. You are all that and a bag of chips. And so don't get down on yourself and doubting yourself and feeling as though you're helpless because you're not. You own your career. This is yours. No one else has to own that. No one else can own that. It's all you. I think that's the first step. The second step is really then taking another sort of self-reflection to understand, you know, your choices that you have. I think sometimes people will sit and say, hey, I don't have a choice. I have to stay here. I have to do this. And honestly, you don't have to do anything, right? We all have choices. And so you're making the choice to say, I'm going to stay and stick it out, right? If you're in that instance. But I, I think if you're finding that you're in the rut and you're constantly rehashing and, and venting about the same challenges, I think you do have additional options. One option is to leave the company altogether, right? If you're finding that the culture and the environment is negative and you don't really like just what the company is about anymore and, and it just doesn't fit your needs, and then that's a decision right there, right? And then another decision might be or another reason for this might be I don't like my manager or I don't like my team or I feel as though I, there's no balance on this team and I need to find better balance. And so, you know, it might be that's a decision might be to look at getting on a different team. So that's also an option. But I think, too, you know, what you want to look at is that you have choices. You have options. You can find <laughs> what you're looking for. It just takes time, right? You, you know, I think sometimes we have another saying, right? It's better the devil you know than the devil that you don't know. But you don't know what you don't know. And you're not going to know anything if you're not going to try. And so I think that is what keeps you stimulated is trying to find, you know, bliss. Are you going to find 100% of everything that you want in life? Likely not. But I think if we can get to 80%, I think a lot of us would be pretty excited about that. And so it is hope. Just got to hone in on what it is that you're looking for. So Coach Kelly, you talked about more of the self-reflection behind don't just talk about it. But I can think of some ways where this can play out when you're listening to others tell you stuff, but it never seems to happen. Like perhaps your manager has been telling you that you'll get a raise or promotion or that somehow there will be better balance on the team. Have you seen this play out? If so, can you share an example? Yes. Um, I think if you've been in corporate America long enough, you will see this play out where you'll get empty promises, right? You'll get the, oh, we'll need to do this before we can do something for you. Or let's talk about all these other things before we can make time for you. And, you know, oh, we'll get to it or this was going to happen. And it just never seems to happen. It just never seems to be the right time. You know, obviously that's when you, you know, internally is like, hey, look, don't talk about it. Let's keep talking about this. <laughs> you need to do it because this is what I'm looking for. And so in that scenario where it's not really, you know, you are sabotaging yourself, it's really 
others are sort of stepping in the way. There's always some other priority that is more important than you. And I think that that's where, you know, once, okay, I get it. I'll be patient twice, but this is your notice, right? But that third time is where I think you need to put your foot down and say, hey, (laughs) this is what I'm seeing. And hey, this is what I, I need to be set up for success. And I'm not here to threaten or anything like that, but I'm just telling you what I need to be set up for success. And and we've been talking about this for a while and I really want to have a good understanding of timing that we can drive towards making this happen. And so I think if in that respect is really taking ownership of it and stopping the spinning, because sometimes you can just spin in circles. And in that, and, and, and that example that you talked about, Tara, is really spinning in circles, you really want to say, no, uh-uh, time out. We're about to like talk about this seriously and we need to have a conversation. So that's, I've definitely seen that in my career. I had it happen several times. When I first graduated from college and I started my, my first job and I was working and, and doing in, in a 24-7 role and it was just a lot And I got to a point where I really wanted balance and I actually planned my vacation around just, you know, all of the plans for the company and it got to be so much for me. And then I would talk to my, my manager at the time and he just kept saying, oh, well, when we get this done, then we'll have some time for us to like decompress and take time off. Oh, and then when and we get to that time, it was like, oh, well, you know, this just happened. So we have to do this. And I really need you to be on call for this. And it just became so much for me. And the final straw was I was at a wedding. I'd, I'd planned the time to be off. And I was at, you know, a friend's wedding. And my boss was calling me during the wedding. And it was just, you know, and then in the, in the heat of things, I got on the call, I resolved the issues. But then when I reflected on it, you know, he did not respect my boundaries. He did not live up to what he said he was going to do. Right. And so I made it in, in a point in my, you know, and in, in, in terms of what I was going to do next to, to return work and, and really talk to him about that. And I did have a, a really strong conversation with him on how I was feeling and we just really couldn't come to a resolve because he just kept doing it, kept apologizing, but kept, you know, talking about what he was going to do and not really doing it. And so I made the decision to go to another team. I knew I was a strong player. I had had the experience. I knew what I was doing and I decided to make that switch and, and I was successful in doing so. I think you give people runway, but when they run out of that runway, You need to say, okay, time out. We need to talk about this and let's talk about what's the next steps. Thanks for sharing. This is some really good stuff. You shared some great examples. So it's a good time for us to segue into B about it. What are some steps you can do if you're self-reflecting and finding yourself in a rut? And more specifically, what have you done? So you're right. Be about it. It's really about making it happen getting it done. And, you know, it's a hard step to do when you're in a rut. I mean, I think we've all been in situations, right, personally, that we can think about, like staying in a relationship with, you know, a significant other too long, or, you know, not, 
you know, getting ourselves up and, and taking our health seriously. I think we've all been in those situations where we just need that fire lit for us to make a change. And I think, you know, be about it. It's just that it's about taking a stand, owning it, getting up and figuring out how you're going to fix it, get out of it, resolve it, whatever you, whatever, whatever it makes sense to, (laughs) to respond to that. It's really about taking action. And, you know, how do you start with that? You've done the work in really self-reflecting or making it clear, you know, that, hey, don't just talk about it. If you either is to yourself or to others. And so now you kind of know why it's happening and and taking some time to reflect on that and and start to to make a difference and to make change. And so now it's just trying to figure out what is that plan of action, right? And so if it's in the instance of having a tough conversation, really sort of setting boundaries and being intentional at work and speaking up for yourself, that can always be tough. I think that that's always the first way to go, right? Because I think a lot of times when when people leave companies, they don't even tell them why. <laughs> Just leave. And so I think sometimes, you know, a conversation can help. And having a discussion with your manager or with HR or with your leaders or whoever it may be, having a conversation on what you need to be set up for success. What are your challenges and how do you sort of look at it? And I know that that can be hard because, you know, we are all emotional and passionate, and very, you know, engaged in our careers. That is, it's hard not to come off emotional in that type of conversation. But it's important to, you know, find airtime in when you're not emotional to have these conversations and talking about what you need to be set up for success. And so I think when you're coming at it from a perspective of, you know, your own person, (laughs) no one can tell you what you should feel or how you should sort of see things, right? We all have our own perspectives and own way about doing things. And so I, I do think the first step is talking about it and it might be talking about it to the right people, but not only that, talking about what you need to be set up for success. And I think that's the step is really figuring out or documenting or really diving into what is it that you need and you need this for these reasons. And so I think that's the first step in in that situation when you're in the rut. I think the, the second thing is really whatever comes from that discussion, right? It could be, oh, well, you know what? He's not hearing me or she's not hearing me. And I need to start looking for something else or I I need to sort of continue to have this dialogue with with these folks so that they hear me. Sometimes you gotta say things a few times for people to hear you. But you also have to change some of your behaviors, right? It's, you know, the, the saying is that people only do to you what you allow them to do. And so you also have to change some of your behaviors and stop allowing certain things to happen. And it doesn't have to be confrontational. It just has to be, hey, I just want to take a step back here, guys. This is what I need. And, you know, you don't have to keep throwing it in their face like I thought we talked about this. <laughs> but, you know, you kind of, in an amicable way, you you kind of go back and say, hey, this is what I, we talked about. And, 
and I'm trying to hold myself accountable, but you know, you're not helping here and, and getting me what I need. And so I think those are all valid points, but I, I would start there. And, you know, from an example from my, my own career and my own journey, I've had to do that a few times into setting boundaries. One time that was probably the most influential and to me is, is when my mom was sick and my team and my boss was just continuing the call and they knew. <laughs> and, you know, I continued to work at encouragement from my boss at the time, but I probably should have just taken off the time and taken myself away from work because I allowed those boundaries to be crossed. And so I think it's really, again, a self-reflection and I've been there, I've I've struggled with it myself because you want to be nice, you want to be flexible and hospitable to people and, and, you know, you're all into your career and you want to help, you know, your team, et cetera. But, you know, the one thing that I, I realized in that instance was that I was not helping myself. I have to help myself first before you can help anyone else, right? And we've all heard that if you've flown on any airplane ever in life, you always hear them say, put your mask on before you help others. And so I think that is so true to really keep yourself first and foremost, because this is your career. This is your journey. And yes, you're working for a company, but you're working for them. That's not your company. That's not you know, you can go somewhere else. That's not the end all be all. Right. And so understanding that and uh, realizing that you got to put yourself first, you have to sort of set up, set yourself up for success. I think you'll be more um, confident to be about it. Thank you, Kelly. This was very helpful. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Coach Kelly, really appreciate you being here and sharing some of your experience. Till the next Tell It by Tuesday, remember, don't talk about it, be about it. And whether you are looking to develop the necessary skills to land that next promotion or discover a career you will love, Yes Girl team of career coaches can help you drive towards a better tomorrow.